We are in week 48 of the 50 States, 50 Weeks, and 50 Coffee Shop series. I'm talking with Cade Archuleta today from Tip Top in West Virginia. Cade co-owns the shop with his wife, and they've been in business for over 12 years and just converted their new shop into a storefront slash coffee shop. It's a pretty cool layout. Cade also has some fun connections with A&E Coffee and Do South Coffee Roasters which both shops have been featured on this series. It's crazy how small the coffee world actually is. It's an honor to have Cade on this episode and to share his story with you. As we near the end of this series, we only have two more shops left. If you would like me to cover something in the recap episode at the end of this year, email me at barista-talkshow at gmail.com. With that, grab your coffee or tea and let's dive right in. My name is Cade Archuleta, and my wife, Carrie Nestor, and I run Tip Top, and we're located in north central mountains of West Virginia. We have one location that we've been at for 12 years now in Thomas, and then another location that we've been at since 2019, beginning of 2019 in Elkins, which is about 45 minutes south of Thomas. We've been in the industry since 2010. I was working for a guy that was roasting coffee in a little kind of a sister town of Thomas called Davis. And at the time he was had a a really small shop. And in 2010, he decided he was going to move to an area and he was going to close the shop that we had been working together with. And in that time I had sort of become a barista and then manager of his place. And it was called hypno coffee. And, his name is Tony and Tony and Summer were their names. We quickly decided back in 2009 that we would kind of not kind of chase the coattails of, of Starbucks. And we started looking into the specialty coffee industry. And as we did, our menu started to get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and more, more pre- precise and more nerdy, I'd, I'd say. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we bought our like first Hario V60 and like had this like funny little setup that my buddy Nate made out of you know like a little stand made out of pipes and really quickly we started doing pour overs and just sort of started educating people from you know the area but then also we're we're located that our Thomas shop is located about three hours and three hours from Washington DC and three hours from Pittsburgh so we're kind of like in this hub where a lot of people come to our area, a lot of tourism from those areas. Yeah. So like they would, they would come to our shop and we'd be like, what is going on? So a <laughs> little fast, <laughs> little fast forward, Tony and Summer decided to move and they were going to close the shop. And Carrie and I had just bought a house and we had just gotten married. Our, our son had just turned one. And in this really small area, there's not a lot of work. So I just asked him, I was like, man, can I just, can I just buy the shop from you? And he said, yes. So in 2010, we bought the shop and Hypno Coffee kind of dissipated. Tony and someone went and did their own thing. And we ended up kind of rebranding and named our our shop Tip Top. Really quickly, we we found a new space that was a little bigger, opened up a kitchen and bar and started to do just a whole bunch of things. We had, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like in this area, we were like, all right, we're going to go from like, 
just specialty coffee to then like this, you know, it's a, there's not a lot here. There's not a lot of restaurants, not a lot of bars. And at that time, for sure, there wasn't. Yeah, so we kind of expanded from a, a coffee bar to an alcohol bar and also to a restaurant that served food and, and lunch and all these different things, which, is, which was crazy. We did that for a really long time. And over the years, we've kind of, as the, the community has grown and as we have kind of seen more and more bars and restaurants and stuff kind of open up, we've been able to kind of like slow down a little bit on that kind of stuff and kind of refocus what we're doing, which is specialty coffee and bakery items. But yeah, yeah. So we've been doing it for 12 and a half years. And it's been cool to see the industry in the area kind of start to, you know, back then there were, there were not very many roasters. If they were, they weren't doing much of the specialty coffee roasting. And now over time, there's been quite a few that have popped up and Mountaineer Roasting out of Morgantown. They've, they're, they've been at it for a while, but they just opened up a new shop in Morgantown and they're, they're awesome. There's quite a bit of other ones too. But yeah, it's been, it's been cool to see the industry kind of grow and flourish through the area and through the, the country. I mean, I remember going to Pittsburgh 10 years ago and just being like, there's no coffee here. And now there's like an absurd coffee community in Pittsburgh. That's us in a really small nutshell. So before you started working at Hypno Coffee as a barista and the manager, what drew you into wanting to work as a barista? You know what was funny is I didn't really make this connection <laughs> until quite a bit after I was a barista and we owned the, the shop. But as a kid, I would go to coffee shops all the time. I mean, I, it would just be, you know, it was, it was the late 90s and... You know, it was like one of my places. Like I didn't really go out that much. I like played soccer my whole life growing up. And it was like we would go to little coffee shops, me and my friends, and we'd go hang out. And at the time, I mean, it was there were, you know, a couple of like small like bagel shops, like local places we'd go to all the time. But a lot of times, I mean, it was like Panera and and this was in New England. And it was like Panera and Dunkin' Donuts and these places that we could go and hang out and have coffee and just talk and hang out. You know, it was like a safe space for me. And it was a, you know, my mom knew I wasn't getting into trouble. I, I'd go to bar, like Barnes and Noble and hang out and read books and buy books and that kind of stuff. And, mo- and as much as I could, I'd go to like little like independent bookstores. And that was like my favorite thing to do. But a lot of times they'd be closed after school and after practice. But yeah, I'd just go to bookstores and, and coffee shops. And, you know, over the years I've worked in the hospitality industry and so is my wife and we kind of, it was a, it was a really easy fit. I found myself like, I, I realized that I hated being a waiter, and, mm, but I loved okay. being, but I loved being a barista. It was like a totally, <laughs> totally different world. Like I felt comfortable and some sort of like sense of comfort behind that bar where I didn't, I could kind of help the person feel welcome, but also let them be in their own little world. And also, you know, create something delicious and beautiful for them. And, and that was a great reward for me too, you know? The main difference being you're actually making something for them and you do have a little bit of a separation between you and the yeah. customer. Yeah. Unless they're like sitting at the bar right on top of you and then you're, you know, I mean, which is great yeah. too. You know? <laughs> but it is, it's like this, you're serving them something that you made and that's like a very 
special thing. You know, it's a really mm-hmm. nice thing for, for someone to be able to like come to you at, you know, either know what they want and you give them what they want or come to you for a recommendation or something. And, and, you know, you, you like surprise them with something is, is really cool. And, and also like, you know, they see you, they see you working. It's not like you go behind a door into a kitchen and, you know, they see how hard you work. They see how friendly you are. And, you know, it's a, people appreciate that, you know? I like that it's something that you make for a customer because it's almost like you're giving them a gift. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's the one thing that like I've really enjoyed about that, you know, this industry is our first and foremost, like in my favorite thing to do is just to make people feel welcome and to make people feel like they are totally at ease when they're in our space you know like that is like i'm just like cool you get to come here like i get to serve you like this is great this is a great like we're a, you know really small community and it really jumps up like most you know weekends and certain times of the year it just gets huge you know um so you know you, over the years you get to learn people's you know you have your, your locals and then you have your people who own second homes and then you have people that come here you know once a month or whatever and you get to know them and they get to know you and it's it it is it becomes this like really great kind of back and forth where you know you just you learn to appreciate each other it's a symbiotic relationship for sure (laughs) or at least you hope it is (laughs) right yeah absolutely I had a customer one time who came in and said, this drink tastes kind of strange. And this was a regular, someone who came in all the time and got the exact same drink. So what we ended up doing was we broke down, I think it was a latte, and broke down the latte into espresso and milk. And I think there might have been one other thing added and Uh had her taste each part of it. And we found out the milk was off. For some reason, that batch in particular of milk from that supplier was strange. (laughs) That's so wild. Isn't that crazy how like your customers end up being, I mean, they they are just, I mean, they are, you know, obviously like the reason why you're doing this is to serve coffee for people, but also like they become like teachers as well and like informers of different products you know, like, Hey, we went to this place and then we found this. And like, you know, it's, it's always a really cool symbiotic thing where I, you know, I feel like if a business doesn't like move and evolve around their customer base and the people that are around them and their employees and, you know, just what's happening in the world, I think that that gets stagnant, you know? And, and I think that's really important that people can, can do that with one another. That's cool that you guys did that. Cause a lot of, you know, you, you hear like these horror stories of like, well, sorry, there's nothing we could do. Or, you know, right. I think that typically there's most, most, you know, if you have the time, you know, we're always like, well, cool. Like, what can we do to make it better? Or what can we do to, that's the best thing to do, I think, is just to break it down. You know, it's like, cool. Here are the parts. This is what it's made of. What's different? That's great. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, it was a fun <laughs> one. And also it was someone that we knew and trusted. So it wasn't a grumpy customer it's a lot better (laughs) totally (laughs) yeah 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 it's also kind of fun though if you do get a little bit of a grumpy customer to try to get them to not be grumpy (laughs) that's you know it's like cool well come on let's do it like let me show you let me show you what we're doing here you know like it's it's cool (laughs) when people appreciate that and can like change the mood of people too you know yes absolutely if you can can try your best yeah (laughs) right 
What would be a helpful thing for customers to do when they come into a shop to appreciate either shop owners or the baristas behind the bar? What is something they can be very conscious about? Uh, you know, I think that we're, ta- we're, we're talking about it, it kind of like is like a sort of common thread here. I think it's just, I think most people do this, but, you know, I think that some people that don't, haven't worked in the industry, like haven't been in service and also like maybe that that have but don't understand how particular that barista's position is you know i mean we get to the point like you know we have october's our busiest month up in thomas and have a line out the door and a line waiting for drinks all month it's amazing it is like incredible and it's always like it's an insane thing because like November, December, we don't have lines out the door at all. You know, it's just like very seasonal business. You know, I think that the, the, the main thing is just to like be patient with the barista and understand, you know, like how much is going into their job. Because, like, you know, we have people that you would think would be a really good fit and they come in and they're like, dude, this is not what I thought it was going to be. This is not <laughs> like they come in as a customer and they see it and they're like, oh, there's a little line. But you know, when you get, when you get hit with 50 transactions an hour and uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you're just, you're, you're straight up, like you have one person and if you're short staff, that's even better, you know, <laughs> like recently it was just like, like we didn't have anyone else to work. So it was like me taking orders and my manager, Josh, our manager, Josh on the machine, you know, and it's just like, there's a line out the door and all you can do is just like, all right, I'm going to be nice to this person. And we're going to make you drink and it's going to, you know, get your pastries and, and ring up your groceries and do whatever we can as fast as we can. And, and I think if you're nice, I mean, if, it, you know, if you're a nice person and you generally just like, you know, like, thanks for being patient and like people like see that. But I yeah. think that the more that people can understand how much other people work or what they have going on in their life like you, you know you never know what someone's going through who's behind that counter or in front of that counter you know so I think that's just a general kind of cool just life thing is like just be considerate of what is going on around you and understand that people could be having a really good day or people could be having a really bad day <laughs> you know and that, <laughs> and that goes for the barista as well you know yeah. I mean Mm-hmm. To understand that it's like you said, it's a symbiotic relationship. And typically if you are, you're nice and you give someone something delicious, they're going to be like, sweet. You like went above and beyond and you gave like, I'm going to give you a couple bucks for a tip. I think that our, our staff does a really good job at that. It's just like, look, this is what it is. We're, we're here. We, <laughs> you know, we go from like, I mean, we really like our town, the town of Thomas last census had, I think like 550 people in it. Oh, that is I mean, small. It's it's tiny. Our county, I don't really quite know how big the county is, but it is very large, mostly rural. But there's only 8,000 people in the entire county. It is tiny. You know, so people come here from D.C. and Pittsburgh or wherever. And, you know, I'm like nerding out as hard as possible with the newest, most fun gear in the industry. And they see that behind the bar. And I'm like you know, knowledgeable baristas and stuff. I think people are just like blown away. You know, they're just like, what is going on here? And that goes, <laughs> that goes for the whole town. Our whole town is so cool. I mean, there's, you know, a distillery a, a few miles down the road and a couple of breweries and a bunch of art galleries. And 
like just really like the concentration of really cool people like artists and also athletes and professional athletes and just generally really nice people the concentration of those types of people in the community in thomas is incredible and then i mean it's not only just thomas it's like i mean it's west virginia is special i mean it's it's a community of people who really take care of one another and you know really take care of the things that they like i mean i've, I've lived here the longest i've lived in any anywhere and i just love it i'll never leave i think the people are great i may not agree with you know it's just like anyone you may not agree with people but when when it comes to a big snowstorm or you know <laughs> flat tire or something we're gonna find that common ground like like we do in front of a counter and behind a counter you know like do south who you talk to so carrie is my wife and partner and she grew up in this area and one of her friends from childhood her cousin owns do south oh my word <laughs> which is which is cool and then and then another like really really crazy story is my brother who I was 11 when he was born he used to work for us and he ended up like leaving this area who's I, I taught him how to be a barista and he ended up leaving and moving back to New Hampshire where I'm originally from and he started working for A&E coffee and what that's it's, it's pretty crazy and tragically he, he was 26 and he passed away just a few months ago oh. um so he was it was it was pretty cool to kind of meet some of the people I, it was a really traumatic event for my whole family and for for us and it was, but it was really cool to for me as a cafe owner to connect with connect with his manager and his the owners of any coffee and to see them at his memorial service and you know it was cool it was cool because like you know to hear them talk about him behind the bar was really neat but yes yeah, so, i mean that's a really cool i mean there's all these like little you know, funny connections between, I think, specialty coffee and specialty chocolate and, you know, stuff like that, too. Yeah. Which is cool. Well, I'm sorry about your brother. That's really heartbreaking. It's been brutal. It's yeah. super weird. Yeah. Another kind of tragic thing is two months after after he passed away, my, my younger sister died as well, like just oh. literally two months ago, who also worked for us for a little while. And she was in the industry for a while, but mostly like the restaurant and, and hospitality industry. So yeah, it's been a extremely difficult time for us. Oh um, yeah. So, but it, but it is. It is like it's horrible, and it's you know at the same time we were building out our shop and our new shop, our new location, our current you know our our, our flagship space, and so you know I mean it's just one of those things you're owning a coffee shop in a community you're surrounded by cool people and good people and they help you kind of you know you serve people coffee for 10 years they appreciate it and you appreciate them and it's a cyclical relationship you know pretty cool so i've been supported by this, the community really really strongly which is great that's amazing and to have not only probably family community but also a workplace community that is larger than your shop across yes. the country across Absolutely. the world I mean, yeah for sure i mean from like I, I mean even we just recently got if you've heard of the, the, the ground drip machine it's a new drip machine in the industry and they it also makes cold brew and espresso strength coffee for like batched ice lattes and, and even like talking with them you know like when they knew that happened they were just like super supportive and they were just like anything we can do you just let me know and 
you know, same, same goes for like, you know, like if you're, if something's going on like that, you kind of, you know, ordering coffee sometimes is not on your mind or, or, you know, whatever, doing little things, you know, day-to-day stuff, all our different roasters that we know, know what's going on and they've been super supportive and they're just like, if anything, you know, if you need anything, just reach out and it's been cool. It's been really cool to feel like supported and, and I, I, you know, I'm, we're kind of DIY kind of people and we don't really ask for much and can really kind of do it ourselves, but it's been cool to be like, Oh, like the specialty coffee industry has our backs. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I mean, as, as someone who owns a shop and who serves people, you know, who has a business that serves people, I think that's just kind of a, it's a nice thing to, I've always been able to take that, like, you know, not, I I grew up moving around a lot. And when I finally found this community that I loved and that my wife is from and has, you know, my, our son is fifth generation from this, this county. I mean, I just love it. And yeah. Yeah. So like, so I found this place and I was like in awe of it. And, you know, my wife is from here and, you know, I was like, cool. I get to serve this community. It's beautiful. There's great people. Like I just get to serve them, you know, and I love it. I mean, we're like, <laughs> it is really, it, it's really great. I mean, we, we are like, you know, you're 45 minutes away from the nearest Walmart <laughs> and like the biggest town is Morgantown, which is an hour and a half away. And that has all the big things, you know, there's like one stoplight in the whole County. Um, <laughs> but we're like, we're literally surrounded by the Monongahela forest, which is a million acres of national forest, lots of trail running and mountain biking, and kayaking and canoeing and skiing. And I mean, it's, it's great. To wonderland for sure wow uh-huh. don't think i've been there and it would be a lot of fun to just go explore because it's a whole new area of the u.s i mean i still like i've lived here for since 2007 and i'm still like finding new back roads you know like i'm still like haven't seen most of it i mean it is it's so cool and there's these little pockets and little beautiful old coal mining towns and logging towns and it's great there's wow. lots to do here for sure can you just sign up to be the tour guide of West Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like sounding like a, a spokesperson for sure. <laughs> it's great because you like it. So yeah. why not? <laughs> Speaking of being a tour guide, do you have any shops that you would recommend as someone like myself who wants to go visit West Virginia needs to go see these shops? Yeah. So what's kind of crazy about being, you know, so secluded and so, <laughs> so kind of in our own world. And, you know, we run the shop ourselves and we were day-to-day kind of operational stuff with our manager and Carrie is our only baker. So she bakes a lot of pastries and stuff. So we're, and our son is 13. So we don't really get out much when we do the, the two, co- two shops that I've been to that have just like really blown me away are, are Mountaineer Roasting in Morgantown and Mia Cuppa from charleston those two are great they just do a really good job they both it's nice clean environment knowledgeable baristas and they all you know mountain roasting roast their own coffee me a cup of they generally source different roasters and every time i've been there you know it's just been really clean coffee really good and really nice environment good people so those are the two i definitely recommend for sure wonderful Awesome. Yeah. I will add it to the list. Right on. <laughs> I've got this ongoing Google Maps list that I'm attempting to add all of the recommendations to. So at the end oh, of cool. this series, I'll have a long compilation of recommendations all across the U.S. 
like post that and share it with people? For sure. Yeah, awesome. I can make it. That'll public. be Yeah, that'd be great. Because I think the internet's great and so is Instagram, but it's also cool to hear what other owners and managers and baristas think of other people and places for sure. I agree. It is a little different when you get a Yelp review versus a personal recommendation from a shop owner. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you want to touch on before we start to wrap up? You know, the, the one cool thing that I would like to mention is we just opened up a new space. We had been in our current, our, our, you know, been in Thomas since 2012. We moved to two, Thomas in 2012 and we finally bought our own building in Thomas at the end uh, in 2020 in October of 2020 and the building was built in 1920. So we initially thought we were going to like, cool, we're going to like six months, we're going to build this place out and we're going to like <laughs> be in it and be good. And so now we finally, we finally moved into our new space in the, you know, just like September, the second or third week of September of this year. We're super excited. Like Carrie, has got this like state-of-the-art kitchen and we ended up going and getting like a brand new equipment and just kind of did it, you know, like using recycled materials where we can. And, you know, just really like when the one thing that did happen when the pandemic hit is we were, we were able to like quickly get our, our stores back open. Elkins never closed. Thomas closed for about a month. But what we did find is that, you know, without having people in there day to day on the, in the seats, we really quickly changed our business plan and kind of became a market. We kind of threw up some shelves in the old location, took out the, at the seats. And, you know, over the next couple of years, we were like, this is it. Like we want to do this. So, you know, what we did was we decided to focus on a new space. We have two storefronts, the right storefront. They're, they're connected through a hallway, a small hallway, kind of a tunnel. But on the one storefront, you know, we have our, our kitchen and our, our seating and then the uh, our, our new storefront is like wall to wall shelves and it's just filled with like chocolate and pay, you know snacks and wine and non-alcoholic beer and bitters and you know just all these like really cool things and really fun things that we've decided to focus on and what we found is like we could also be this kind of new space for the area that has you know like charcuterie from a local place that butchers and, and makes their own charcuterie and cheeses and vegan options and all these cool things so it's been really cool to move into this new direction we, we used to have this bar we used to have do friday burger nights and do all these things what we did find through this pandemic is that we're able to you know kind of focus on what we want to do and sell these items that are from you know really cool companies that we found over the years we're super excited about the space and it's just been like a lifelong dream for us to own our own building. And, you know, we've been in, in it for a while and we're finally seeing that dream come true, which has been awesome. Woohoo! Congrats. Yeah. yeah. yeah Took like 12 to... years, but we did it. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I just appreciate the time and thinking of us and it's been good talking with you. This project seems important for the industry and I think it's, it's cool to be a part of it. Well, sure. thanks again, Kate. Thanks, Laura. I appreciate thanks. the time. <laughs>